The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. Get that chip and that dip, Rob. Dip, man. Coming in hot today. A little bit. Are you a salsa dip guy or are you more of a... uh, Queso. Right? Oh, me? Yeah. Queso. Queso. Yeah. Mm. I'm Bo- a queso Both, guy, but so. probably queso. You're a queso guy, too? Yeah. yeah. Queso or salsa? I'm a salsa guy. I'm a salsa guy, too. <laughs> well, that reminds me. I actually have like a little tub of queso for Beam and for Hecma, and I mm. forgot it. But so maybe I'll bring it to you guys instead. Hopefully you guys aren't lactose. Intolerant, that is. Mmm. <laughs> 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 Why'd you go into that so hard? <laughs> is that because of the shirt that he's got on? Or no, that's lacoste no. or whatever it is? No, what is that called? Uh, lactose intolerance. Well, that is a stretch right there. Lacoste? Lacoste? Lactose? lactose? I don't know. Stretch. I thought you were just trying to make a reference wow. there. but Wow. That's okay. It's How's a Wednesday. Is there something you want to tell us about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. All right. I got nothing. That's interesting. Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm so well. good. Peachy. Good. Absolutely. The Cowboys... Uh, back on the practice field, uh, or no practice yesterday, but they will be today, but it looks like it will be indoors because if you're not in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, you don't know that it has been a very rainy morning up here in the Metroplex. And so, Rob, outside of uh, getting a day off again yesterday, any news and notes popping up here from the Cowboys side? Two more guys on injured reserve as of yesterday. Brent Urban, defensive tackle, and Maurice Kennedy at cornerback. So... Mm. That being said, so Brent Urban has a triceps injury. Kennedy got the concussion in the Patriots game. So minimum three games out for both those guys. But on the flip side, you got five guys that have started their practice window, either on IR or on PUP. So there's some flipping and flopping coming on the 53, I say. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Isaiah? <laughs> this is the league, man. So Mo is going to be out. Kennedy's going to be out for three, three games yeah, for, for a concussion, at least. So yeah. are you are you saying it's the league because this is all substantial because of the people coming back? Like this is all a situational deal. That's a heck of a concussion. You think so? That's all. We got guys coming back. You know, we've been talking about what's going to happen with this roster. You know, when guys start coming back and guys are going to start finding their way to the IR. And hello, there's there's a couple. I bumped my head. Now, Brent Brent Urban has a triceps. Triceps. Yes. So and he'll be able to come back from because I know triceps have taken guys out completely. As far as as I know, there's not surgery involved. Okay. Um, So in the five guys that are have started the practice window, we talked last week about Kelvin Joseph and tight end Sean McCune. Now you add. Michael Gallup, Gallup, yeah, that's a big one. Francis Bernard and Tristan Hill on pop. Wow, so, I'm actually I'm pleasantly surprised by the Tristan Hill starting of the practice window. Yeah. I thought he would be a little bit further behind, but I thought it would be Gallimore before Tristan Hill. 
It's this guy over here, man. Well, if you're going to sit here and laugh and make a noise, I need you to explain. It's just amazing how things just fall in place. You Lactose. Know? Yeah. Lactose. <laughs> oh, you stubbed your toe? You're going to yeah, IR. You're going to IR, man. <laughs> you got an ear infection. That Let's cabinet, go to IR. That cabinet, man. You got to be careful about those swinging cabinets, bro. Things hit you in the head. Swinging cabinets. In the locker room. Well, you know, oh. he got knocked out against New England. Yeah. yeah. Canada actually he really got, got knocked out. I'll play. It's okay. But hopefully he's okay. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing for me is if there were going to be moves made for those guys coming off of IR, one, I feel like it wouldn't have happened until a little bit whenever those mm. guys get closer. And two, I mean, there's five guys coming back with a couple more on the way. I don't think it would just be a couple moves. I think it'd be multiple moves. Yeah, and I, I don't think all five guys would be back this week. But you look at both guys, Joseph and, and McEwen that started last week, I would think they're getting closer, you would, you would imagine. Uh, Michael Gallup, provided he's got a good week of practice, I think he's getting closer. Um, Tristan Hill, I'm not sure. And it used to be on Pup that you not only had the three-week window, but another two weeks after that. Mm. I'm not sure if that's still in place. But they've got some time with him, too, to just kind of see where he's at. But, Pete, let me ask you this. How, how much longer do they have to, to allow this to play out? You, you know how we have guys that are coming from IR, guys that are going on, and all of this is, is a good problem to have for the Cowboys because they're bringing talented guys back onto the roster. But how long can they continue to do this until they have to let someone go? Well, I mean, you may never have to do it. You if may guy, never have. Okay. Guys keep getting hurt, which you don't want to see, uh, but that's an easy way to just kind of flop it out without having to cut somebody. And then, you know, there's also the opportunity now with the expanded practice squads and and, and more uh, looser restrictions on how many veteran years you have to have to qualify for the practice squad. That's an option, too, with guys if they're able to, to come back. Um, but, you know, it could continue to be a situation like this where if right. guys are hurt, that's how you – you know, you kind of swap out, you know, like line change in hockey or something. We'll see. I mean, you hope the guys don't get hurt, but that's always a possibility. We, now, we talked yesterday a little bit about the Lyle Collins and Terrence Steele situation on whether or not Collins would be ready to jump back in immediately and kind of went through our decisions on that. But what about Michael Gallup? Is Michael Gallup going to be ready to be inserted as of Sunday, because he hasn't played since Tampa Bay. A calf injury is something that you don't necessarily want to mess with. Even though he's had an extended period of time to get over that calf injury, if he's out on the field, how much do you expect him to be a factor in this offense? Well, I mean, you, you hope that he's 100% ready and he's back and not compromised in any way at all. He's had an, enough of an opportunity to be healthy. And based off of everything I hear about uh, Mr. Brown and those bands, that's, he, he about that life. And so when you get back, you're ready. So, I mean, Michael Gallup is the piece that we need on this offense. Cedric uh, Wilson has, has come in and done a tremendous job in replacing him. But everybody knows that Mike G's the man. Mm. And all of this talk about trade deadlines and all that, man, take his name off of the table for that. Because we know going into this last stretch, he is going to be explosive. At least I hope he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't foresee him coming back for a couple more weeks. I think that you know that his windows has opened up. I think you want to make sure that he's 100 percent good, especially with that calf at that position of playing uh, receiver. That, that that calf is intricate, right? I mean, you have so much cutting, so many different angles, so much different plant. force. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you want to get a couple couple good weeks underneath your belt of seeing him perform in practice before throwing him to the wolves. 
By the way, Chris Beam did the research in the bank. He did say those extra two weeks are on the pup list. Yeah. So okay. Good. Do, that that so, is in, indeed the case. So do, Tristan Hill does have a couple extra weeks to get ramped up and ready to so go. So Michael Gallup would be back by KC. Well, no, 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 no. Gallup was still on IR. He wasn't on pup. Okay, he wasn't on pup. Yeah, yeah Tristan Hill was on pup. But yeah, Michael Gallup is as of now the 21 day window has started. So he's able to come back as soon as he wants. If not, it's through the end of the 21 days. So. Are, do you feel the same way, though, about maybe holding him back a little bit, keeping him limited if he does play, if at all? Uh, it just depends on how the how the week of practice goes. Now that they've got today, tomorrow is usually in pads, and then kind of a light Saturday practice. And they did something on Monday, too. So we'll, we'll see um, just how much work he's able to do, and that'll that'll decide it. I think when he does get back, we talked about how he can take the top off. That That's kind of the biggest thing he can do. Although C.D. Lamb has done a nice job of that Damn the last right. two games. Um getting by the defense. C.D. Lamb did a nice job against the Minnesota Vikings last last year going deep. That yards after the catch mm. and, of course, the snag in the back of the end zone. I know what you did there. Nice. Yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the thing about Michael Gallup coming back would be his deep threat against a banged-up secondary for Minnesota. And we're going to preview the Minnesota defense and the Cowboys offense tomorrow. But today... It's the Minnesota offense versus the Dallas Cowboys defense. And, gentlemen, this is going to be a tough test. There are a lot of weapons on the Vikings and what they have to do or what they bring to the table, rather, with Dalvin Cook. You've got Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, K.J. Costello, who's having a great season so far. And then you've got it all headed up by Kirk Cousins. So I ask you guys, because of the weaponry that is around him, He's played exceptionally well through the first six weeks of the year compared to what he's done in the past. So how much of a threat is Kirk Cousins, and where does he rank among some of the quarterbacks that the Cowboys have faced so far? Kirk Cousins is a veteran, first of all, Um, a very smart, savvy veteran who's been around. He's made a lot of money. He makes a lot of money for a good reason. Uh, He doesn't make a lot of bad decisions. Um, You never know what you're going to get with him in terms of the night games, obviously. That's his thing that everybody holds over him. (laughs) But I think that's more of a myth more so than a a legend. this dude has 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, to that point, you know he is he has 69% completion percentage right now. He has missed a lot of throws, which is kind of scary. And I hope he continues that for at least another week. Because <laughs> right. As I, right. I mean, at almost 70% completion rate with that low a percentage in terms of uh, interception ratio um, and the big plays that they're missing. Because of their ability to run the ball, they run a lot of play action. They run a lot of really good concepts in terms of three receiver, four receiver concepts to one side. They overload you. These guys do a really good job on offense of getting guys open. He has not hit his – he hasn't hit the mojo yet. Um, And let's just hope that we can keep that – like that for for at least another week because he's there are a lot of big plays if you turn on the film man that he's missing guys over the top I mean three four yards overthrown that would be just easy walk in touchdowns um, because of the schemes that they're doing offensively so they're 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 their offensive coordinators in their bag right now as well he definitely is and you look at the numbers last year from Kirk Cousins against the Cowboys 22 of 30 314 yards three inter- or excuse me three touchdowns no interceptions I mean he picked apart that Cowboys defense last year. This is Cowboys defense that at the moment still giving up a ton of yards through the passing game. So, Heckman, do you feel like we're better equipped to face a Kirk Cousins, even though he's playing better in 21 than 
the Cowboys were better equipped last year? Yeah, well, for me, I've had a hard time even liking Kirk Cousins over the years because he played for the football team, yeah. right? So I've never wished him well in anything he's done. Um, and you don't so, like that. <laughs> so um, never wished him well. It's a Friday. <laughs> Not yet. No, no, no. I, what I mean but you is, can always say it. With and your so, chest. and so, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Well, uh, what you say about him, because I, I feel as though when you watch him on film, you see him making good decisions with the with the football. I think where he gets it is where, when he's getting pressure on him. Like most quarterbacks, you know, when they feel that pressure, they get happy feet, start burping the baby, and he will do that, and he'll give you the ball. Um, I think Kubiak's sons, Gary Kubiak's son, is all right as an offensive coordinator, and I and I understand Coach Zim's. Uh, mind state with just wanting to keep that continuity from the offense that they had from last year, but you know, it's, it's really kind of basic. They get him going just like they get most co- college and high school quarterbacks going with those little short dink and dunk throws, and then they try and stretch it with Jefferson. So that's really not a lot of uh, imagination to him, but I like what you said about the, the 12 personnel playing with a bunch of t- uh, tight ends. They want to crowd you in uh, so that they can get Dalvin Cook going, and the thing about Dalvin Cook to me is his splits. I mean, he lines up like a punter. Sometimes he's so far back there because he wants to get going downhill, so our defense is going to have to punish number 33. It's going to have to be one of those games. It's the black and blue division. This is what they do. They're going to run the ball right at us, and they want to try and get that going in order to kind of throw us off kilter in this game. Based upon their schemes, man, again, I keep reverting back to the film. Passing game-wise, they do some some pretty ingenious stuff. It's kind of crazy, some of the stuff that I'm seeing on film. Um, and, again, he's just missing on a lot of it. So, um but it's there. Running game-wise, they do an amazing job with their offensive line with their zone running scheme. Um, they do that wide zone. Dude, yeah. they get a man on a man. Yeah. And a lot of times it's Dalvin Cook against one guy. And you better be a hell of a tackler to get that dude down. But that's what it's going to come down to. Our guys going to have to tackle well because scheme-wise, they do a good job, right? We know. I mean, obviously, that makes sense with Kubiak, son. They do a good job of getting man-on-man in their offensive line, working up to the second level and sometimes the third level. Somebody's going to come down from that safety position and, and bring your big boy draws. Yeah, I think Cousins is third on the list of the quarterbacks they faced, and it's not too far off from – Brady, then Herbert, then Cousins. If you going back further, I think the Vikings had this stat last 16 games. Going back to last season, he's got like 37 touchdowns and five interceptions. Wow! And I think when you when they've played him in years past with the football team, he would give you stuff. He would give you a, an interception, a fumble, something, and he got away with one in the last game Damn against sure Carolina. Did. But, <laughs> but he's done a better job of taking care of the ball. I think he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league, and I think yeah. he benefits from that balance because. Dalvin Cook's one of my favorite players to watch in the league because, like you said, he gets downhill, he runs angry, and they've kind of got a, a Zeke-Tony Pollard thing going yeah, with Alexander know. Madison, too. Is this defense well-equipped or ready for the challenge of a Dalvin Cook? He, he's a different runner. And yesterday I said the Cowboys may not have faced the, a good runner to this point. I, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think Leonard Fournette's a good runner. I think uh, Austin Eckler's a good runner. Like, you've faced good backs, but you haven't faced Dalvin Cook yet. Dalvin Cook is a different breed of a back, and this is a guy who you cannot afford to, one, get running downhill, and two, to break multiple tackles. He's led the league in in missed tackles the last two seasons. you got to wrap him up on first contact, because if not, he's going to be running for a little while. Yeah, I mean, even though he's a small and stature guy, he's tough, you know, and he also he's fast. He's you break a tackle and he will get away from you. So, I mean, I think if you go back to the game last year, I think Alden Smith had a, a pretty good game versus him. So we, we were able to get not only get pressure, but get him down. 
uh, immediately. So we have to go back to the same thing. And Leighton Vander Esch is going to play a big role in this game because he's going to be at the line of scrimmage a lot. Uh, and when they go with those 12 personnel bunch that they do, uh, we're going to depend heavily on our linebackers against the run uh, to not allow him to get to the second level. Also with uh, Jerron Curse. So I'm sure Dan Quinn has the the, the <laughs> recipe for this game. It's going to be a lot of uh, bringing pressure from different directions. But just going back to Dalvin Cook, man, he does it all. I mean, not only running, he's also an excellent blocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, it, it's just one of as far as the dynamics of who he is. If you don't get him down, if you don't gang tackle, he can run away from you. He can make you pay. I respect the heck out of Dalvin Cook, and I think he's a beast. I'm not as fearful of Dalvin Cook as I am the actual schemes and offensive line. He's not. He's not cre- necessarily creating plays. He's not the guy that's going to shake you up at the line of scrimmage, make two or three guys miss, and then just gas on you. He's not that guy. He's going to run through the hole, yeah. and if he meets you in the hole, you better <laughs> – hello. Uh, but the, what he's he is literally running through red seas right now. These guys are literally setting up walls, <laughs> the Great Wall of China, and these guys are running through it. Understand this. As good as Dalvin Cook is, as much as we all respect him, he's only has 12 more car- carries than his number two back. Because hmm. well, he's been he, hurt, he missed a couple games. I mean, okay, I mean, but but still, right? I mean, he has he has two fumbles out of what the six games they played, so he's getting off the ball once every three games. All right, on average, okay. Um, receiving wise, he's a threat, but he's not the big play threat that that the other uh, Madison is, right? So I, I respect the mess out of Cook. Don't let me don't think that I'm downplaying him. I respect him just like I respect all the professionals in this league, but I'm more concerned with how do we approach this offensive line and what they're going to do to create the holes because I think no matter who they put in the backfield, these guys will be able to run through the holes that these guys have been creating. So is it a lot about getting pressure? Or it's a lot about being in your in your gap. Being sound. Yes, yeah, being sound and being in your gap. And and Cook, I mean Cook if you he can break a tackle, right? But again, he's not that he's not that shifty back that I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about how are we are we gonna be in our gaps? Are we gonna be be able to be sound, be stout, and not allow these guys to set up the wall because that's what they want to do. These guys wanna boom, 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 work their way up, turn their turn their backs to the sidelines and let these guys run off their butts. That's what this offense wants to do. And if you get playing side if you get playing sideways, you know, to the sideline to sideline, they'll just throw you out the club and then boom, there goes the seams. Kind of sounds like how the Cowboys run their own offense, huh? Does. A lot of that. Yeah. I mean, you could have clipped – before you said the Red Sea part, even <laughs> specifically, you could have clipped that, that one part. Because yeah. you didn't say Dalvin Cook at any point. You just said that man a couple times. Yeah. You could have clipped that and said, hey, that was a cow bite about the Cowboys yeah. offense, not even about the, the Minnesota offense. They do so many things well. But when we come back – What about the receivers? Who's the bigger threat out of Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson? That's going to be a decision (laughs) that's going to be mulled over by this Dallas coaching staff for the next couple days when we return with more Talking Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. 
and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions and a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys because you have heard that Big number 82, Jason Witten, has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. Join now and apply now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Go get that bread. Go join Caliber Collision. You're wasting time doing anything otherwise. Because if you need a job, even if you have a job, go look it up. Because they give you great pay with great people. That's really scraper. That cheddar. There you go. Guapoli. <laughs> Gula. Nice. Can't hide it, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just look over here. Can't hide money. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Such an innocent look. <laughs> is the, wa- the watch is, is the watch. Oh, it's no, the it's Apple the watch again. He's fitting oh, it right now. He's, 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 he's on a mission. I get my steps. But look at the screen that he has on it, though. You know, you can change out your faces. He has the the high, like, I got money face on it. It's not the sport. It's not the sport face. Stop it. This (laughs) old thing. Who's wearing the Lacoste shirt, though? Ooh. Lacoste costs. I mean, it's like a bang, tennis bang. money right there. Uh, you know, I went home. Yes, I went. I went. <laughs> knock off. Boy, you wouldn't even. Where was P? I went home yesterday, and I had so many questions, man, for you and the roller coaster episode, episode that we had at the beginning. And, and we don't have enough time in the show. They did put that ah, on man, I did, Somebody did put a little roller coaster, yeah, little gif on there. I, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was good. That was good. Uh, well, we got to get into more of that later on down in maybe Friday. Say yeah, it with our okay. chest. We got to find that story. Yeah. yeah, well, off-season show. <laughs> story time on Friday. It's Thank you. Be us talking about boy roller Friday. coasters. Yeah. yeah, frat boy Friday. All right. Last year, how about 11 targets, 8 receptions, 123 yards, 2 touchdowns. That was for Mr. Adam Phelan against the Dallas Cowboys. Justin Jefferson, three receptions on five targets, 86 yards and a touchdown. He had that 39-yard reception. That was a pretty big one in the Cowboys' win over Minnesota, 31-28 on the road. But, man, that was a very different Minnesota team than we're going to see on Sunday. It was a very different Cowboys team than the Cowboys will put out there on Sunday. Can I ask you a question where you're leading? I'm sorry. I don't mean (laughs) to interrupt you, but I got to – because it's – on the tip of my tongue. Um, do you feel like the Vikings have the advantage at the wide receiver position? Yes. 
Right now? Yes. Yes. That is why. I, I mean, mm-hmm. with a banged up Amari and no, no Michael no. Gallup. No, no, no. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're talking about our receivers versus their receivers yeah, or yeah. Are their receivers versus our DBs? No, no, no. I'm talking about our receivers versus. Oh, no. Oh, our no. receivers versus their receivers? Yes. I think at this very moment, yes, I do believe so. Because they're both healthy. And they've got K.J. Osborne playing very well. If you're asking me quarterback-wise, I would even take an a 80% Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins at the moment. <laughs> but maybe that's what ends up happening. Mm. I, I like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson a lot. I don't think they're better players than Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. But at this moment, they're both healthy and Amari Cooper's still a little banged up. You don't have Michael Gallup. I would believe that I think the wide receiver core for Minnesota is right there with Dallas and maybe a tad bit better at the moment. What about what about their receivers versus RDBs? That's what really matters. That's a big. Before we go, before big. we go there, P. Uh, that's a great question. I I'm leaning towards the Cowboys still, Thank but you. I think it's I think it's very close. Very close. And I th- I th- yeah, and I think I think the Vikings are very happy with their draft pick a year ago, just like the Cowboys are very happy with their draft pick. Exactly Vikings. right. And, and I don't I don't know this. I don't know the numbers right now. I just the way you were building that question up, I was like, man, wait a minute, because uh, I don't I don't think so. I, I think even in a banged up, Amari Cooper is better mm-hmm. than Thielen in my my eyes. And okay. Yeah. Ceedee mm-hmm. Lamb and Je- and I, and I look at Ceedee Lamb and Jefferson, and this is all ifs here, but. If Dak is healthy last year, I think CeeDee Lamb is leaps and bounds better than Jefferson in that offense. And we're not having the same conversation about these two players. And I agree. So, um, that's but, fair. But four I don't four think, different quarterbacks that CeeDee played last just, year. I mean, that's just me. But mm-hmm. I, I don't – I don't. to me, I'm Trayvon Diggs is going to be on Jefferson and I trust A.B. on Thielen. Okay. So I, that was going to be another one of my questions leading into it. It was, is Trayvon Diggs going to travel? Yeah, he will travel with Justin Jefferson. He's gonna he's gonna tra- travel with Jefferson. Okay. And Isaiah Thoughts? is upset about <laughs> Isaiah. You do rem- you do remember this is a podcast. I, I, you were you were talking I with was just audio. Yeah, you were talking. I was just looking. So I, I mean, come on. I, I, um, that was a very bold statement, sir. Uh, Anthony Brown, you take Anthony Brown over Thielen, man to man coverage. I'm going, to, I'm going to take A.B. with Thielen because I think they're stretching the field with Jefferson, and I'm going to take Diggs. And you feel good uh, about A.B. versus Thielen? I, I feel good about A.B. in a, in coverage, uh, getting help, because that's where it's, the help is going to be okay. with Thielen. I'm not saying even man-to-man. And, and, yeah, I'll take it even man-to-man. Thielen is going to run crossing routes, things. I, I trust A.B. there. I do. I, I like A.B. Um, Thielen is one of the most underrated, if not the most underrated receiver in this league. He is mm-hmm. dominant. I, and I, and is, I agree. And I agree that he is that. He is freaking dominant. Okay. Um, he is one of the best route runners in this league. He doesn't have the explosive speed that some of the other guys that we would throw in that conversation. And that's why you don't hear his name that much. But in terms of how he gets open, the fact that he's scoring touch, touchdowns and gets the yardage that he gets with the lack of speed that he has is indicative to how great of a route runner this dude is. So you think I was putting him down by saying that? No, 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 no,
Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough duo. I mean, I mm. and they move guys around too. I think the biggest thing, Kyle, you mentioned um, KJ Osborne. Yeah, he's brought a different dimension to them because they they put him mostly in the slot. It seems like, and that they've got three guys who can really beat you now. And I don't know if they've had that in the past. And so to me, assuming if that's Jordan Lewis on him, I think that's a real key to watch as well. And Thielen, excuse me, getting back up to speed a little bit I mean he had 11 receptions on 12 targets might I add 11 on 12 last week were 126 yards and he had a touchdown as well that's a stat line very similar to the one he had against the Cowboys last year except last year he had two touchdowns against the Cowboys so I don't know if I trust AB on that side either I I I don't know if I also keep them to their side either I kind of want to take away the top receiver I want Trayvon Diggs to travel with Jefferson yeah I mean Trayvon Diggs is basically in 2021 three things guaranteed death taxes and Trayvon Diggs gonna get interception (laughs) so you may as well put him with with Jefferson (laughs) I mean let's keep this let's keep this thing going it's no look man we faced better wide receivers to this point than what we're gonna see on Sunday night which ones Oh, Tampa. Okay. Uh, I would say Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, and Williams. I, I would say they're they're right they're up there. They're not better route runners. You, you, they're not better route specifically, runners. Specifically, that's yeah. what you're talking. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, together, a yeah, duo. And I'm, and I'm talking about the type of receivers those guys are. Those are big receivers, run, catch it over you type receivers. These are route runners. Okay. And we haven't faced a route runner yet to the to date. If thinking back to who, who have we faced? I would that? say Keenan. Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen's you're, you're Keenan, Allen's Keenan, Allen's Keenan Allen's a good. He's a good route runner, but he's I a don't top put, five route runner in the NFL. Mm. I don't, dis- I don't agree with that. Okay. What? I'm with you on how efficient Thielen is. That. I mean, he that guy Thielen, has been productive Thielen for years. Thielen is amazing. And then Jefferson is, is Thielen with speed. <laughs> and size. I, I'm curious, though. I mean, Trayvon faced Jefferson in college, LSU, Alabama. Am, yep. I, am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. And so he didn't get to play in this game last year. I think he was, he was injured. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's the choice. Because when there's been a clear-cut number one receiver – He's he's accepted. I only th- can only think of two games. He didn't really travel against New England, and he didn't. It was either Carolina or Philly. He didn't travel either. Other than that, he has taken on the best guy, and yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But yes, see, when I, when Thielen I, on whoever is going to be tough. When I think about Thielen and when I think about Jefferson, right? I think about Antonio Brown in terms of their route running. In terms of the how how they run routes, right? I think I think that's I think I believe that's how they approach the game in terms of their techniques, the technical aspect of running routes. And what happened when when we face Antonio Brown? Yeah, he's all Diced by himself. Like, that's you, I, 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 I hear, I hear you. No, no, I, I get it, I get it. But that's but that's what I think about what we face to date in terms of how people approach the game at that position yeah. and the ability to run routes and get open. Keenan Allen, I think he was a dog back in the day. He's not what he was. No disrespect to him. There are some really good route runners in this league. Ridley, AB, there's a, there's a ton of them, right? I mean, there's some really good guys. So there's no, there's no disrespect there. Yeah. I think these guys have – Jefferson has benefited greatly. He was already a great route runner. He's benefited greatly from being a teammate of Thielen, right? And I'm pretty sure that he's mentoring the crap out of him. And now you throw throw the other guy in the mix, and now yeah. you got a three-headed monster. They're starting to if – they, if they had a tight end, if they had an old-school Rudolph like they used to have, these guys would be a complete problem. I will say PFF backs up your your thinking in terms of top route runners. Right now, the Cowboys have not faced a top 10 route runner to this point. Keenan Allen is 16. Amari Cooper is 15. I think over the course of their careers, they would be exceptionally higher. But at the moment, 
Number nine and number ten are Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. So top ten guys, two of them on the same team. I mean, it backs up your thinking, but I think in terms of career-wise, they're not nearly as. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking runners. at career. I'm looking at You're this talking week. Talking about right. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at this week. That career yeah. don't mean nothing when you when uh, in, uh, in comparison to this week. That's what we got to deal with this week. So that's why I'm saying like traveling. Eh. Like you're you're facing pretty much the same the same dude, just one's faster than the other. Yeah, they're three and three for a reason, and and I'm I'm looking at them, and even with the weapons that they have, and you talk, you, you I looked, at, I watched the Browns game, and the one thing about the Browns that they presented it to the Vikings was pressure up front, mm-hmm. which made it obviously you know makes everything easier on the back end, and that's I'm not the, the disrespect for is is not there for mm-hmm. me for Thielen. I, I recognize who he is as a route runner. I just believe when you move coverage toward him and make him a priority and you have the uh, you you could put seven over there by himself on Jefferson that just opens up so many other things that you can do on your defense even with the other the third receiver that they have so I'm not really worried about it to that degree because we can get a B help I don't need to get uh, Diggs any help by the way for those of you wondering on Diggs and Jefferson in college Jefferson had seven receptions for 79 yards 2019 in that classic against Alabama that's right yep. uh, but Diggs mostly played against Jamar Chase in that game okay. so it was mostly so, Jefferson that's who against, you better be on. it was Jefferson against Sertan though <laughs> yeah. I mean it was Patrick Sertan that went up against Jefferson yes, for the most part so gosh that was a good game 46 41 LSU won that game in route to their national title but it's, it's, yeah, this 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 is a tougher game than most people are, are acknowledging. I'll put it like that. And oh, it, I guess, not. This is a much tougher game than people are anticipating or or they're acknowledging because these guys are sneaky. This is one of those teams that you can kind of overlook, but they're they're built well. They're built well, and that's not me <laughs> gassing them up. They just they just are. They're one of those teams that you better respect who the heck you're going against, and you can't play them single high. That's what we like to do. We like to play them single high. We like to play teams single high. That's what we do, right? We like to be man-to-man coverage, get pressure up front, and we're going to get there before you can get the ball off. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's the case because if you try to play single high on these guys, it's not, it's not something that would, you better get there. But that's we switched up so much of our coverage, and that's the same thing that Zim has to his advantage on his Zim defense. We'll talk about <laughs> and we'll talk about that tomorrow. These yeah. guys have the advantage in of having smart players that mm-hmm. fit their system. I think you can do the same thing with with the Vikings this week. You don't have to go single high safety against these guys. You can split it. You don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to play it that way. And you're saying that that's the only option that they have is going I'm single. I'm saying because of the schemes that they run offensively. These concepts that they're running are not like what anything we faced this year. And that's just for me watching film. They're, these guys are running four man. They are overloading the side. They're overloading one side of the field with three and four man concepts, and that's without Dalvin Cook. Yeah, we. So if you come out in a too high safety, what are they going to hand the ball off to? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, no, I agree. <laughs> no, I, I, and, and we talk about being able to be stout up front and being able to obviously stay in our gaps and how we haven't been challenging a running game. Go too high against this team if you want to. How how important do you think tackling is too for the for the it's DBs? Huge. Because I, huge, I, yeah. I didn't watch it probably not nearly as much as you did, but it seemed like they try to get the ball in space. Yep. Flares, whatever, to Jefferson Thielen, let him go to work. If you're playing off coverage, there's so no way in hell you can tackle. only just stay in one coverage for this no, entire I'm not, game. I'm not, I've never said that, but, I'm, but I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is, this is not the team that you can go too high against, right? You don't want to go too high because this is probably the most most effective running team that we face. Are we having any argument in regards to that? In I terms would agree. Of, okay, so yeah. this is the most. So in terms of being adamant about the run, this is this team is going to run the ball. So if you go too high, guess what? That's welcoming the run. All right, but also when you go single high, 
you don't want to play man to man against these guys as much as, as dominant as, as Diggs has been this year. You don't want to play man to man because what these guys do concept wise, along with the personnel that they have on the outside. That's all I'm saying. So I'm, I have full confidence that we'll be okay. But you're going to have to mix it the heck up because you have a smart quarterback, you have some really good route runners on the outside, and you have a heck of a dude that can run the ball. So no matter what you present, they're going to have an answer for it. So we've talked about a lot of the strengths for the Minnesota offense, but when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, how can the Cowboys take advantage and take away a lot of those strengths? Who's going to have to step up and who's going to have to play better when we come back right after the break? Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor <laughs> on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Come on, Ralphie. You want to hand that off to me after yes. that performance? That you got to take your turn. Throw that way. I need, back. I need three days to prepare for that read. <laughs> okay, so you've got till Friday. Boom, that just happened. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. You got till Friday. Fair enough. Say it with your chest Friday. Deal? Sure. By the way, deal. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's a deal. He's doing it Friday. Friday. Everybody tune in Friday. Mm, it'll be right leading into our Pick'em segment where yes. fans are a part of it. Yes. We had an entire <laughs> class <laughs> last time picking some games. So um, uh, you're going to be disappointed. We've got a DraftKings segment coming up on Friday. DraftKings is back. We're going to do a, an underrated player segment. It's going to take up an entire segment. We're going to each bring an underrated guy, guy to watch basically for the game coming up. On Sunday, Draft and Kings we're going to tell you exactly. more homework. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. just a tiny bit. Draft Kings loves us, guys. That's yeah, awesome. they do. 
That's cool. But we are going to bring that. Yeah, we're going to bring that on Friday, right? The the segment before the pick'em segment, we're going to do it on Friday. All right. How do the Cowboys stop these guys? Where are their weaknesses? We've talked a lot about the strengths of the Vikings, but where are they weak enough to where the Cowboys can take advantage from a defensive standpoint? Because, hey, maybe it is pressure. I know that offensive line has been playing exceptionally well. They've lost three games, but against three quality opponents. Where do you think this defense can have some success, Heckma? Uh, Brian O'Neill, the right tackle, it's your birthday uh, for the Vikings. we got pressure coming down. Your, your way. Um, I, I think that's a front line, man, is where we have to dominate these guys. You know, and, and he's talked about it and, and said the way that they want to dominate the line of scrimmage and they want to get the, the, the run game going with Cook, and that's where it starts for us. And, and I feel like we've done a damn good job over the last couple of weeks of getting penetration. Osa Adigizua, all of those guys, Carlos Watkins being back now, I just feel like dominating up front is going to be the key to this game. And Randy Gregory is a load, and I don't know a lot of left or right tackles that want to deal with what 94 is going to bring. I want to see what Michael Parsons, the way that they're going to use Michael Parsons in this game is also going to be pivotal uh, because of the way that Dalvin Cook runs and, and obviously getting pressure on uh, the quarter, on Cousins uh, to force those turnovers. So, and, and again, turnovers are going to be important uh, for this game. Can we get another two of those? <laughs> That's the going theme. And I think we're tied for franchise history with 10 games with two turnovers. We get to this game, we're going to break break records here. So this is what it's all about. Yeah, so you got to go out and do it. There's really a, absolutely nothing other than that. you got to go force two takeaways. Um, one thing that you said about Randy Gregory, this guy's playing so well. I mean, I went back and watched the, the game from the, the, the New England game prior to the bye week, and, I mean, he is just mauling people at the line of scrimmage. I mean, that guy is showing – the athleticism, the strength, I mean, all of it bundled into one. Can he keep that up against Minnesota? Is Minnesota better equipped up front than maybe New England is or was? They're not going to block him with one person. Um, they're not going to let him get off. I wouldn't <laughs> if I was office coordinator. And to your point, heck, we've all watched the film. These guys get the ball out quick. So Gregory, there. I mean, that might be something that just takes him out the game in that regard for majority of the snaps that he plays. Uh, the guys that are going to have to step up this game – our defensive line are going to have to win their individual battles. Brent Urban being gone, that sucks. That that sucks for us because he's a large presence. It's a big rotational it's piece. A, he's a big rotational piece, but he has a huge presence physically, obviously, um, up front. And he presents a problem against zone running schemes like this one. Because he gobbles up those blocks. Because he blocks. gobbles up those yeah. blocks. And those guys can't work up to the next level. Our front defense alignment are going to have to win their battles one on one. They're going to have to be aware that they're going to get double teamed. These guys are going to be they're going to be sifted, blocking up all the way up to this next level. Our linebackers they got to flow and they got to trust their eyes because if you take one wrong cut, boom, one foot in the ground, they're cutting backside and there's a seam. Parsons, Neal, be physical. Get on, get on your bench press this week because you're going to have to be fighting off as a lineman up off your chest um, and shedding those blocks to be able to fill those gaps. This this is going to be a test up front in this front seven. If we can win that battle, we win the ball game hands down easy. Yeah, I wonder if Quinn Bohanna is going to have to play more snaps now with no Brent Urban in this game. Um, so I agree with what you guys said. I mean, heck, stole my answer about Gregory. And you're right, they do try to get the ball out quick, especially in some circumstances. But uh, you know, Adam Dirty, the D line coach, said he he's coming into a mindset where he he's, he wants to take over every game, mm-hmm. and he's doing it. I mean, uh, you know, they've got a left tackle who's a rookie, Christian Darius, who's really talented, um, but 
he's going to make life difficult on, on the edges there, I think. And uh, I, I think this is a good game for Micah Parsons to play linebacker. I know we debate this like on a weekly basis, but I just think his speed back there uh, in the run game is, is, is needed, along with Keanu Neal, who's been back the last few weeks. Does Micah need to have his best game since maybe the first three games of the year when he was really on a roll? Does he need to have a, a step up in this game for the Cowboys to really have success? I wouldn't say his best game. He just needs to play within himself in the scheme. He doesn't do, need to do anything outside of that. And and going back to what Isaiah was saying about double team double teaming Randy Gregory, that's why I feel like you got to use Micah at the edge as well because you know that the Vikings are going to be doing that, and he's going to Micah would be man to man himself again. Short throws, uh, trying to get Kirk Cousins off is going to be their mo. But we still have to create that pressure somehow, some way. We've got to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. So you want him on the edge. I do. Okay. Yeah. I thought you wanted him more at linebacker. It, no, he wants him at linebacker. I want him on the you edge. You want him at linebacker. Yeah, especially against a team like this. Because they're because of their blocking scheme in the run game, he'll just get washed out. And then when it comes to passing downs, if it's a passing downs, sure, throw him out there in third down, third and long. Let him go ahead and put his, put his, you know, his ears back. But, and I'm okay with that. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that, too. I don't have a problem with him being in, at the defensive end position for those situations. But when it comes to earlier downs, first, second down, get him. don't even think about putting him on the on defensive line. But he will, he will get picked up and thrown on the, into the second bleachers with a running scheme like this. It doesn't matter. I don't care how much how how <laughs> strong. He just throw them into the bleachers. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it doesn't not matter. even out the club. Hey, yeah. when you got when you got six hundred pounds working together. It doesn't matter who you are. They will wash, wash you out, especially if you're an undersized defensive lineman. So there's no disrespect to him. That's just anybody. Lions got to eat. I hear you, man. Mm-hmm. I hear you. If there's food. <laughs> I think him at the second level is going to play. Uh, yeah, he he can impact this game at the second level with his speed. He's going to have to come in and rush. Yeah. It's going to be a, a solid mixture of both. Yeah, it's going to be everything. It's, it's going to be everything. Good, I mean, Dan Quinn's going to throw every yeah. scheme, every look, every yeah, look in the book over the next <laughs> week. I mean, he yeah. is going to throw the kitchen sink at this Vikings offense. I just had a WWE flashback when you said 600 pounds working together. I'm thinking about the like earthquake and tugboat. Just, yes. get, just getting it yes. done back in like 89 yes. tag team. It's like the old school wedge, man. <laughs> it's like the wedge. It doesn't matter how, how dominant of a kickoff cover guy you are. When you run into those two offensive linemen, yeah, it's night-night. <laughs> Just yeah, he's already he's already shown you what he can do physically, and he's seen a lot of that. So, I, I, look, linebacker wise, we have depth there. We're still forgetting Leighton Vander Esch. We're still forgetting his he's impact. He's got to have a big and, game, and, and, and that's why I brought up the second level of being able to shed blocks because that hasn't been his mo over the last mm-hmm. few years. So those guys are going to have to. That's what I say. Get on the bench press. Get some close bench going on this week. Do some explosive work with some med balls because you're going to have to shock and release off of these offensive linemen because they are going to get up to the second level. Our D line will have their hands full with these guys working in unison, pushing the line, pushing the line, pushing the line. And if our linebackers get caught up in that wash. We're going to hear like 33 is, a lot more than we want to. This is a game that defensively we can maybe get exposed uh, because of the way that they work together up front? Yes. Okay. I like that. I think mm. there's going to be a, a part of this defense, if not the whole defense, that does get exposed on some t- points. But it's going to be up to the Cowboys' offense to keep pace with the, what they've been doing. They've been the number one offense in the NFL for a reason. And we're going to preview the offense versus the Vikings' defense tomorrow, Love. which definitely has the Cowboys at an advantage. But we've got that coming up here on DallasCowboys.com. That's it for us. For Chris Beam in the back, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Thanks for joining us here on Talking Cowboys. We'll see you tomorrow on DallasCowboys.com.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about